do you do with an arts degree? I'm still not sure I know I skip three years worth of lectures Just to binge watch awful shows There must be some scholarship For accruing worthless knowledge It's my only talent, honey That and losing money Let your excess hex debts rest And then just join us while we start On our bachelor Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. What's that I hear you ask? I can hear you. (laughs) Uh, This is a new Bachelor Australia podcast uh, and it's brought to you by current Bachelor and future Bachelor of Arts, Xavier Robetsky Noonan. Hey, that's my name. And, uh, and this is my voice. These are some of the things I like to say. Uh, hi, I'll have a long black, please. Um, uh, oh, did you watch The Bachelor last night? <laughs> and many more. Uh, and joining me, as always, uh, is current Bachelor of Arts and former Bachelor, Max Quinn. Hello. These are some of the things that I enjoy saying. No, thank you. <laughs> Good. That's wrong. <laughs> oh, no. Here is my opinion. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you a character on the Bachelor series of shows? <laughs> She's like a slimmer version of you. Oh, great. Yeah, we'll, we'll rip into that. We'll get there. Hey, um, speaking of getting there, I got here, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's an yeah. elegant segue. It's a great way to say that we're in the same room together. Yeah, this is, a, this is a first for the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. Normally, as you might know, we record over Skype, um, but I'm, I'm down in Melbourne in, in Max's uh, neck of the woods, and in fact, in your house. Yeah, you're in my uh, spare bedroom, uh-huh. and we're recording a podcast together. It's really great. It's nice. It's nice to see you. I love it. It's so good. Uh, I also like that this, this week on The Bachelor, we had Intruders... Uh, much like I am here. Yeah, you're an intruder in my <laughs> yeah. house. Yeah. Um, there was also, like, there was plane travel. Yep. That, you know, I was thinking about the plane I was about to hop on. Yeah, it was fuck. Xavier rode to my house on a horse and then took my girlfriend on a date. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> hey, that's life. That's love, you know? You gotta follow your heart. <laughs> yep, you really do. Go wherever it takes you. <laughs> um, boy, we watched some Bachelor this week, didn't we? My God. Two there episodes. Were, yeah, two episodes, as always. Um, yeah, quite a lot happened. Uh, <laughs> Seems like quite a lot happens every week. <laughs> yeah, that's really no way to start your podcast. It's just like, oh, I'm surprised. Like something happened on the TV show this week. <laughs> um, but no, these were these are a couple of pretty stacked episodes. We had we had uh, a, we said goodbye to three different women. Who's the third woman? Um, well, we said goodbye to Georgia. Oh, Georgia. That's who. Yeah, that's who I was. Forgetting. Is that the third one? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, she, uh, well, yeah, I mean, we start every episode by saying uh, a, f- a formal farewell. It's true, by bidding adieu to these ladies. So yeah. long, farewell, off either saying. And then after that, we do one silly one. We do one <laughs> silly farewell. <laughs> just just for fun, just to yeah. get it out of our system. Yeah, this time I'm going to hold my finger uh, over my mouth. My, oh, great. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a Hitler joke. I'm going to do one of those, like, whole hand outstretched, poke, <laughs> like, thumb on the nose, waving the fingers. Yeah, great, okay. That's I'm watching you do that in person, and it's very suave. Yeah, it's hard to describe. I hope the <laughs> listeners understand what I'm talking about. It's it's very crucial to understanding this podcast. We'll tweet it out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you'll make a GIF or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, maybe we should just rip right into it because they're they're pretty. Oh no, we're saying goodbye. Come oh, on, yeah. Let's let's rip in. Well, okay. Goodbye. So goodbye, Georgia. Um, goodbye, Megan. 
Yeah. And goodbye, Kira. All right, so those are three pretty big names. Yeah, or, um, I'm well, sorry, at least two, two pretty, pretty big names, names. and or, another, and also Georgia. Yeah, that's right. Who, to be fair to Georgia, she was uh, shaping up as a fun sort of narrative builder, yeah. fun cutaway. She definitely had a, a fair bit of camera time, although not necessarily with Richie. No, um, but she'd been on mic or on camera a fair bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, discussing the things. That were happening. She seemed to have a take on a lot of uh, other people's activities and stuff yes. like that. Yeah, you know whether whether or not that was her idea or whether she was told to have a take or whatever. Yeah, um, you know, it, yeah. For for a narrative purpose, for a storytelling purpose, it's a shame that she'll go. Yeah, it did seem like she was the fun hot take girl who actually had no uh, connection or. Uh, real f- interactions on camera with Richie. Yeah. Um, there was no lip-locking between Richie and Georgia, right? No, I don't think so. No. I, I didn't see any. No. Um, so, yeah. Goodbye, Georgia. Yeah, uh, bye, we'll Georgia. miss your hot takes and you calling them skanks on mm. the way home. That was definitely her, like, yeah. glorious moment in the sun. She really saved the best for last. Yeah, thing, absolutely. She's left the house. She's in the limousine on the way home. Um, and we don't even know at this point. Is it a limousine or is it just a cab? Because they might just drive them around the corner oh, no. in a limousine. So she showed up to that date in like a beautiful Mercedes Benz. Oh no, no, this is Kira. Kira, we're getting Wait, ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we're getting. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. We're so but Georgia on the way out was mm. like, "Fuck these games." She's shoved into the same like what is it a Kia or a Renault or something? Yeah, whatever. The same yeah. like B grade car <laughs> that they that they trying to get people to buy and they shove everyone in. <laughs> I don't yeah, understand that. Dyson like, uh, Rav Four. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It just doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense to me that you would want your product to be tied in like to be recognized as the car that they drive losers home in. <laughs> like, that's that's really all we see them for. Is like, yeah, sorry, you're going home. Anyway, um, yeah, fucking skanks. We'll talk about that. We'll we'll, we'll get, get to that. that. Um, but perhaps even more interesting, um, the the uh, long-awaited demise of uh, of Megan. Yes, who, you know, uh, it's now very well known to the public that she left the show. It's true. Um, she she got fed up. We'll um, we'll get to it obviously when we recap the episode. But uh, yeah, it was an interesting one. We we thought it was coming. We didn't know when. We you know it leaked to the tabloids or whatever. It, it was public knowledge. Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we've been talking about it for a while, mm. uh, and we finally saw it. Um, we'll get to how they handled it. It was fine. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty much fine, right? I think so. And she did. She was on the project the next night, and she did a really good job of explaining herself. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. She pretty much said like, uh, you know, I know it's The Bachelor, but I'd spent one day with him out mm. of the two months out that like I was in month? the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I wasn't going to fall in love with him in that capacity. Sure. And I thought it was the right time to it's leave. It's such a reasonable like, Yeah, it's absolutely like a reasonable... Yeah. And so what was sort of glammed up about that was that she was maybe uh, leaving because Kira was still in the mm. house. Mm. We didn't really see any of that on the didn't, TV show. Yeah. If that, was, if that was part of the reason, they certainly didn't make anything out of it. No. And I, I would think that they would. No. Like, if they detected that that was part of the reason, they would probably jump onto that. Absolutely. In yeah. Some and the way. other thing that mentioned, like, you know, Richie was supposed to be quite broken up over this, but he didn't really seem to be. No. He seemed a little shocked just exactly at the moment that it happened. Yeah. But beyond that, like, he, was he like, doesn't seem too cool. affected by it. He's like, oh, cool. I, yeah. I don't have to say good. Like, I don't have to make her leave. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> she did it of her own free will. If, yeah. If more people would do this of their own volition, yeah. that would probably help me out His as job the job would be a lot easier. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Kira um, was the third. Um, Evicti, what Thank do you call God. it? Third one voted off the island. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Kira, this will be. This will probably be the last time we're really talking about Kira, so we can get into it a little bit. Let's have some time. Um, 
yeah, she she was she was the villain of this series. Um, she was she was not happy. She was very grumpy. Yeah, in fact, I think that um, possibly uh, what we will remember Kira for is for being this scalding grump mm. on the TV, yeah. and for her making fun of all the other women on the show, and you know, in not a particularly like uh, clever way, just kind of a mean way. Yeah, yeah. I think like. It's interesting, because mm. I think if I was in a similar position, you know, I, I'm not the kind of person who's cut out to go on The Bachelor. Sure. So, I think if I was put in that position, and if I was on the show, and I, I was being made to do a, lo- a whole bunch of shit I didn't want to do, I would probably be complaining the whole time as well. Absolutely. Um, but, like, yeah, it just yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, well, this makes the show less fun. Yeah, it may not have been even a failure of Kira as much as it was a failure of the editing and, and the way that they presented oh, her. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then also, like... Yeah, I just think she's probably not a match for this show, you know. Probably the end of the day. Yeah, um, but you know, yeah, she, you know, she stuck around. Yeah, it was. She an made an impact. She and made I an impression. If uh, uh, perhaps a regrettable decision for her to go on this show and then have uh, her whole private life yeah. exposed uh, and childhood brought into national discussion. Yeah, totally. Yeah, super gross stuff yeah. last week. Yeah, um, um, you know, and mostly gross in the sense that this was brought into the public discussion and she was forced to relive it. Yeah. Yeah, and and like the the timing of it as well, like mm. they you know in in editing and stuff, they must have known that she was going the the week after, sure. or like one or two weeks after all this shit broke. But like this shit broke, somebody leaked it or somebody scooped it or whatever. Like someone did some someone research. did some digging. You know, people made sure that they, this was a big deal before she was off the show and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's all yucky. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yucky is the right word for it. Yeah. Um, it's also kind of the right word for this show, <laughs> um, in general. Maybe we should start uh, recapping. What do you reckon? Yeah, let's talk about it. All right. Well, uh, yeah. As we said, two episodes this week. The first one, uh, episode seven. Um, you know, this is a big episode. Three intruders show up, and we get the shock walkout. Um, teasers galore on uh, on you know before the show began to air. We start off with the top ten. Um, we've, you know, we've whittled it down that far at this point. We've come from 24 down to 10. That's right. And so then by the end of these... serious contenders on our hands here. Yeah. Uh, such as the aforementioned Georgia and obviously Noni, uh, and Kiki. Mm. Definitely, uh, big players, uh, in the, uh, the quest for Richie's heart. Yeah. And a few people, um, Georgia and Kira included mentioned that they haven't had single dates yet. Yes. Uh, it's been a while, you know, they're, they're waiting around. In a dry spell. Yeah, exactly. Um, but luckily, Osher Ginsberg, world's most perfect man, um, strolls Oshie. in with the... Sorry? Oshie. <laughs> yeah. Um, he strolls in with a date card. Uh, he's uh, he's the best. And he says, love is on the horizon. Uh, and it's Rachel's turn for a single date. And about time. Yeah, totally. I, I um, liked Rachel. Yeah. Was, so, yeah. Rachel had faded into the background a little bit. You know, she had a few opportunities to speak on camera, but she wasn't really a featured player until, I would say, this episode. Sure. Uh, but I think both episodes this week, she really, like, she really took advantage of the situation and made a pretty good impression. Look, she definitely stood out. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, she's 31. Um, she points out she's been single for about 10 years, which wow. is kind of unbelievable. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Your whole 20s. I don't know. That's an, it's an insane thing, but yeah. uh, good on her. I yeah, guess. sure. I mean, who knows why? Yeah. Could be I mean, her that's choice. A, yeah, could, yeah. yeah, it's a personal choice. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, it's cut to the date. Um, Richie is in uh, a fairly dingy dinghy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in... Uh, he's, is it a yacht? It's... I don't, I don't know exactly what it is. <laughs> um, I would say that now we've got bad boat. Oh, this is a bad God. boat. It is. It's not a good one. Max... 
Did you, did you fucking see this? Thing? <laughs> it was terrifying. It's really yuck. There's like there's, so there's like there's like bloody handprints all over it. There's like rust everywhere. Like nails poking up out of the decks. It's not there's great. all these birds swooping around them. Like. Chum in the water, all these sharks. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's freaky. Um, but you know, Richie's wearing boat shoes. He looks very comfortable. Yeah. I, I bet some like hollow notes is playing in the background. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so they're they're sitting around, they're hanging out, they're having some mimosas or some shit. Sure. Rachel's talking about how it's a bit of a risk being here, which you know she's, <laughs> she's talking about putting her emotions on the line. But in actual yeah. fact, I think she's talking about like tetanus, <laughs> like, um, you know, scurvy or whatever. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a risk being here without the right amount of cabbage and spinach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and then so they're, they're having this conversation for, for not very long. And then Richie realizes that he's got blue stuff from his jeans all over his hands. Great. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> like uh, uh, he said he was like a Smurf or something. That's true. Yes. Absolutely shuts down the conversation. It seems like a complete roadblock. He's like, oh, isn't that funny? <laughs> look at, oh, look at the funny that things I've got. happen sometimes. <laughs> like, please interact with each other. Yeah. Um, they they laugh. Uh, in, in voiceover, Richie says that he loves Rachel's sense of adventure at this point for some wow. reason. Yep. I'm glad that she's able to accept him for the uh, blue-headed Smurf that he is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, well, Smurfs get into all sorts of adventures. That's true. Papa Smurf yep. uh, is one. Uh, Doc, grumpy. Um, <laughs> sneezy. sneezy. <laughs> uh, vicious. Uh, <laughs> vicious. Sid Vicious? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, they, they decide they're going to climb the rigging of the boat. Great. And they're going to go up to the crow's nest. Um, I bet they're annoyed that they used that rose nest pun last week because now they're in an actual crow's nest. Um, Rachel starts to freak out a bit um, because it's super fucking horrible on this boat. Yeah, it's gross. It's really fucking scary. (laughs) Um, She's being made to like climb an insanely long way. The boat is like rocking back and forth. She seems really like freaked out by it. Richie just kind of keeps egging her on at this point. He's like, yeah, he's just like, oh, just get up there. Oh, come on, mate, you can do it. Oh, you know, oh, you've got it. You know, this will be fine. And she's clearly like, I want to not be doing. I don't. I would not like to be doing this. Yeah. Is there a way that I could be not doing this, please? Um, so anyway, to which uh, production replies, no, fuck you, sorry. climb the boat. Yeah. Oh, you can jump in the water if you want and die <laughs> if you don't mind. Yeah. That'd make good TV. There um, is a plank and you can walk it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Captain Hook is like downstairs <laughs> scrubbing the poop deck. <laughs> oh, we'll get to the creepy man lingering downstairs <laughs> in just a sec. Um, she says, by the time I was actually up there, I was a mess. She's like shaking like a leaf. She's mm. freaked out. I can empathize with that. I've, I have a big fear of heights as well. Sure. Um, and if I was in that situation, like, <laughs> absolutely. And you had a, you know, 100 kilo white dude yeah. with a horrible laugh behind you. Yeah, just being like, oh, I going. believe in you. And he's like staring at her butt. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's gross. Yeah. Can we talk about her attire? Uh, sure. This? Because she was appropriately appropriately dressed, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I think um, they probably, I mean, obviously they clued her up, but she did a really good job of uh, maintaining a sense of uh, dem- demureness, mm. I guess. Yeah. It's boat casual. It was. It was total boat casual. Boatness casual. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, So, anyway, they do a Titanic move up when they get up to the crow's nest. You know, they do the... For fuck's sake. That that fucking Titanic move. The king of the fucking... Yeah. Yeah. It's the, uh, like, and obviously you can pick it, and... There's an episode of The Office where uh, they go on a boat cruise. Mm-hmm. Have you, do you know the one that I'm talking about? The I American think so. Office? Yeah, yeah, it's like early-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. season two. Yeah. Um, and Jim says uh, to camera, I'll give you my next paycheck if within the first 10 minutes of us being on that boat, Michael yeah. doesn't run to the hull and yell, 
I'm the king of the world. <laughs> and obviously he does it. And there's a subtle, like, Jim eyebrow raised to camera. Yeah. And the joke there is that it's the most obvious joke it is the that most you can ever make joke on a boat. That you can make on a boat. And then here it is. <laughs> Thanks, Richie. Um, Richie. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, the best part is, like, um, so, so Rachel does it. And then Richie is like, oh, yeah, t- from Titanic, right? Uh, you're doing the thing you're from Titanic. from the- that movie. <laughs> and also, before that, it was a boat. And it was real. <laughs> and they really made it. <laughs> and you could buy tickets to either. What's great about Richie is that you get a real historical sense of <laughs> cinema and, you know, yeah, just right. real life. He's got a pop culture knowledge. He's got, you know, he's got a real life street smarts. <laughs> he's, he's the whole package. You feel really safe uh, around Richie, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, Rachel seems to be enjoying the moment. Uh, Richie is saying this is awesome. Um, Ray, you know, as he does, Rachel's sort of, yeah, she's less nervous. She's gaining some confidence. Yep. It's all good. Um, back at the mansion, Kiki finds another date card while creeping around in the kitchen. Keeks. That's a quote. She was creeping around in the kitchen. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, it's a group date for all the girls, inviting them to a garden party um, tomorrow, Arvo, at the Bachelor Mansion at 2 p.m. Don't forget that time because it, it's important. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, um, Rachel gets to see Richie without a shirt on. She likes his abs a whole lot. Um, we discover Rachel is an incredible diver. Yeah. She does a really cool backflip into the, uh, you know, off the edge of the boat. We find out that Richie is not an incredible diver. <laughs> he does a shitty, like, back drop flop yep. or something. <laughs> um, uh, she dunks him in the water. You know, they're flirting around and stuff. And um, he, he thinks she's, like, literally trying to drown him for some reason. <laughs> I don't know what insecurity that stems from. Um, yeah, she- there's something weirdly uh, Oedipal. Yeah. And maternal about that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, dunk me back into the <laughs> sweet embrace stop, of the womb. Stop. Okay, all right. Fine. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, did a, I did one unit of psych <laughs> in my degree. Um, she, she, yeah, she's blaming herself for this as well, which is a bit of a theme. Like, she, she talks herself down quite a bit. Yeah, we're getting a lot of insecurity from Rachel yeah. um, in this. And she's, yeah, she's opening herself up to be quite an insecure little kitten. Yeah, which is such a shame because she's like, she's a babe and she seems cool. Yeah, she like, seems great in these shows. She doesn't really seem to have anything to, to be too worried about. But no. I guess that's, you know, everybody has insecurity and everybody also has uh, really great qualities that, you know, mean that they shouldn't have to worry about that stuff. Sure. And like the fact that she can be open about them and discuss them probably is, is a good thing and, you know, have that yeah. level of self-awareness that other characters, perhaps Eliza haven't had uh, yeah. on this show yeah yeah um and i think that was kind of cool i got yeah i got cool vibes from rachel on this um yeah yeah um so they go down to the what is this part of a boat the cabin yeah i guess so i guess that's what you call it yeah i don't know uh but anyway they they go in there and there's a man who's been hiding there like the whole time i can't describe to you my emotions about this man. it's really weird and it's like it's not like the boat has like docked it's not like this man has gotten into the boat recently like no, they're no. out at sea they're out in the middle of the ocean and he's just and hanging. he's he's like i'm so hungry <laughs> i haven't seen daylight in six weeks seven years. yeah exactly <laughs> um he uh but <laughs> yeah he's lost all contact with the human race he doesn't know anything all he knows is rum he's been like speaking to all these ancient bottles of rum they've been his friends his only compatriot everyone's like oh that's where jesse martin went <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah so he's treating them to these different kinds of rum he has the oldest rum from venezuela apparently um so i don't know that's what this know? 
Uh, How do you know this is the oldest This is it. it. This is it. I was there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I um, trust you. So they sit there. This is the date. They sit there. They drink rum for a while. Um, they're, they're having a bit of R&R because it's Rachel and Richie. Oh, yeah. I was going to say rum and relaxation. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Rum and really scary pirate ship. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. She gets nervous around Richie, apparently. Um and uh, but you know he's got he's got pretty much everything she's looking for. He says, "Don't be nervous. The feelings are mutual." Um, that's he, kind of that's him. nice. Yeah. yeah. He um he also points out pretty much straight afterwards that uh, he he thinks that she's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. <laughs> like I haven't really heard him say that to any like as far as like shooting up the love leaderboards. Yeah, absolutely. She's really, which we yeah. will check in with the love leaderboard uh, in, in a little while. <laughs> yeah. um, in Let's fact, it may be wise to just have a look at where Rachel's sitting. Oh, yeah, uh, I wouldn't right mind. Now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I can tell you that Rachel has amassed a whopping 0% of the oh, vote on Charlie wow. love leaderboard. Wow. I know. That's a, that's a bummer. So, everyone else has at least 1%, except for the other three intruders who are sitting on 0%. Wow, okay. Um, Elena's got 50% of the vote. Half? Half. What? I know, I know. And then Alex, and then Nikki. Because she's mysterious? Because, she, well, let's let's touch on the mystery in a little bit. Oh, we're just about done with this date, by the way. Um, um, he says she's absolutely gorgeous. He gives her a rose. Uh, and uh, and <laughs> Richie goes like, I've had like the best day today. Um, it's great. Uh, they pash. Um, it's, uh, it's, I guess it's fairly steamy. Yeah. Although they're still in this like fucked boat and they're like just <laughs> in the basement. You can tell they're kind of, they're kind of drunk too. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the rum captain is just like pressed against the window and see it slowly start to steam up and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought maybe he was like kissing a bottle of wine. <laughs> he's like, oh, now it's a double date. Um, <laughs> what can I use this cork for? Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I'm not going to say. Um, so we cut back to the garden party, um, yeah. or at least we think we're cutting back to the garden party. Um, Kira Ooh. says, uh, you know, everyone's dressed beautifully. Everyone's being polite and classy. Let's see how long this will last for. Um, you know, they're just standing around playing coits in the garden. They're kind of just waiting for it all to start. Coits? Yeah. What's that's coits? Uh, you know, it's like horseshoes, but with a different kind. Of, no, uh, uh, or is it bocce? Oh, I know what bocce is. Yeah, I don't know which one they're playing. I can't remember now. I don't even know how you spell coits. This is a new word for me. I'm going to tell you, I wasn't sure either. And, uh, <laughs> my notes document is telling me that whatever it is, uh, it's wrong. They're playing cults. Colts. Colts. Like, like the horses. kind that Kira joined and Megan joined? Oh, yeah, yeah. Great. Okay, okay. Yeah, so we're good. playing cults. It's weird because like... <laughs> I don't know if they joined those cults. They were sort of born into Yeah, them. you're absolutely right. But it's, it's kind of strange that uh, you, know, you would get yourself out of a cult situation only to put yourself... Uh, back into a situation where 24 of you live in the one house and worship the one man. Mm-hmm. 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 Playing cults. <laughs> That's not a game. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. What the fuck do you think you're playing at, Kira? Um, you but, of all people should know. But wait, Max. Um, smash cut to Glenworth Valley. Um, <laughs> out of nowhere. Um, Richie, there's very little explanation here. There's no VO or anything. Richie just kind of uh, walks up to um, our amazing friend, Osher Ginsberg. Great. Um, they debrief a little bit um, about what's been happening lately or whatever. Life. <laughs> before, um, yeah, just, you know, like, oh, did How's you see, life, uh, see the trailers for Australian uh, uh, Survivor? That's just August 20th on Channel 10, 7.30. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see that bloke who's a magician? He's going to go real well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, no, he's a, not. He's out. He's going to go. You think so? Oh, fuck. He can he's... tell when people are lying. He is so shit. Mm. We'll see. <laughs> We're not doing a podcast about it. Sorry, guys. 
<laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Um, it doesn't start for another, like, day. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, there, uh, Osha points out there's a twist to this group date, um, which he thinks he's on. I guess he thinks he's at the garden party or oh, something? Oh, yeah. I don't know. This isn't handled that well. But uh, he, he says three wonderful women that Richie hasn't met yet will be, uh, will be joining them. Wow. Um, Richie is speechless, but still talking, uh, as he has been <laughs> his entire life. I love... <laughs> How many times do you reckon this season we've heard him say that he's speechless? Yeah. Uh, I am speechless. I am required like- to comment. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's think. Osha um, uh, points out that they all have a great sense of adventure. Um, drink if you're playing that game too. Yeah, prerequisite for um, And quote, they're up for anything. Wow. Which is like, right, you take your pick, you know. And how I mean? is that shown to us on the uh, TV shows, A.B.? Well, I mean, that's just, that's just what Osha says. But uh, but we, I mean, we see some rough and tumble action from we these really girls. Really do, yeah. Um, so Osh says good luck, leaves Richie to meet these three intruders, and the first one is Steph. She's got a wet t-shirt. She's got <laughs> a she take you know she takes off her motorbike helmet. She's blonde. She's got red lipstick on. She's a model. She's twenty five. She's from Victoria, and she sounds like a chipmunk. Oh no, that's not. Is that? That's not Steph. That's uh Is that Sarah? That's Sarah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. They they look the same. We they should say that early. Exactly the same. They look really pretty similar. It's really hard to tell them apart. And they they make a point in the story of saying that one of them looks like somebody else? Yes. But it's not as much as It's not as, these two. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um so yeah, so Richie's really into this chick. Um uh, then motorcycling sales rep Sarah rolls in on like a motocross bike. She's the one with like the yeah the chipmunky sort of helium voice yep uh, and the really branded motocross uniform on mm, and stuff. Mm. Um, then a real horse, a real <laughs> life horse named Biscuit rides in, and Richie is disappointed to find out that there's a woman on its back, <laughs> um, whose name is Kalia. Um, Kalia is a human rights student from WA. Uh-huh. Um, she likes clearly horse not an animal rights student. Uh, no, no, no. Um, not in disguise or anything like that. Uh, Kalia, interestingly enough, likes horse riding. Wow. Um, she likes catching up with friends and their pets. Wow, what a sense um, of adventure she, she has. She likes walking her dog or horse along the beach. Fuck. Uh, she has a ponytail. <laughs> I'm just well, saying. She's got a pony and a ponytail. It <laughs> yeah. makes sense. Yeah, she's completed the look. <laughs> she's accessorized uh, to the oh. fullest ability. Um, she is a... Yeah, she's a, she's a horse lady for sure. Sure. Um... Incidentally, I think Richie kind of looks a little bit like Bojack Horseman. (laughs) Maybe they're a great match. Maybe they're a great match. Um, They drink some mimosas together. Um, Richie says it was a really nice first date, even though we don't really see that much. So, yeah. So, they're presenting the little bit of alone time that Richie gets with all three of these girls as As a date. As a date. Yep. um, Which causes some tension later on in the episode. And that's Mm. clearly the only reason that they do that. Because these aren't proper dates. They're kind of just sitting together for what looks like 15, 20 minutes. Sure. Um, but you know, we see this causing a lot of sparks. It's, um, uh, with the it's other dramatic. Girls. Yeah, exactly. Um, Richie also mentions that he has a great Dane. He says, I have a great Dane at the moment, which is fucked. Um, <laughs> I won't forever. Which, yeah, exactly. What a fuck thing to say. Um, but yeah, he's clearly neglecting it right now. Cause it's not like, it's not like at the batch pad. No, who's feeding this thing? Who knows? Doesn't have a wife. Can we get Richie's Great Dane on the podcast? Fuck, I think we should. That's like the dream guest. That's knocking, sorry to say it, Osher, but that's knocking Osher off the top spot. It's true. If we can get Osher, if we can get his Great Dane, <laughs> I think Osher might have a dog as well. If we can get like a dog cast going, 
Oh. This is next level. This is really good. And we'll get Bondi Vet. <laughs> Chris Brown for no apparent reason. Yeah. I like to call him Bondi Vet because Chris Brown, you know. Oh, you're right. You're like... right. Chris Brown is the other Chris Brown yeah. who has started a petition to get himself to play the Super Bowl. <laughs> really? Yeah, in incidental news. <laughs> is it like a GoFundMe? <laughs> yeah. No, it's like a change.org. Oh, wow. And he's got like 5,000 signatures on that bad boy. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. We'll see, Chris. Mr. Brown. It's not like the NFL has a domestic violence problem at the moment. <laughs> no. No, no. Of course not. Greg Hardy. Thanks mm. for coming. See you later. Uh, dangerously close to talking about sport here. Just, uh, just a <laughs> red flag. Um, so it's 3.30 p.m. at the garden party at this point. And you, you might remember we mentioned 2 p.m. being the start time of this party. Mm. Richie is still not there yet. Um, so, you know, we're hearing a bit of chat from the girls. Um, Megan, uh, Megan actually makes a really interesting comparison between The Bachelor itself and Lawn Bowls. Because um, they're playing a bit of lawn balls at the t- at, you know at the time, she's like sure. you know some weeks I feel really close to Richie as she like throws the ball. It's a beautiful ah, this scene. Is nice. It's yeah, a nice she's metaphor. like sometimes I'm really close to Richie. Sometimes I feel like I'm throwing the ball in the wrong direction, and then sometimes somebody else's ball can like knock your ball out of the way, sure. and like you're not you're not there anymore. Stuff that's beautiful. That's it's very really, elegant. Yeah, it is elegant. Uh, that's that's some that's some potent shit. Uh, anyway, Sarah and Richie go for a ride together in these uh, in these crazy motocross get-ups. Um, and it, it's the kind of great bachelor date that completely forbids you from talking. Um, they're like just getting to know each other. It's like, hey, strap on these uh, helmets. <laughs> like, your helmet. Ride these noisy vehicles around. Um, but anyway, yeah, they stop after a while. They have a sit down. Um, turns out Sarah came on the show for Richie. Wow, cool. Which is something I guess an intruder can do because by that point they know who the batch is. And guess stuff. so, yeah. Um, they talk about building a relationship on a foundation of trust. Yep. Uh, her relationship philosophy uh, is an interesting one. She says, um, you know, her, her philosophy in- involves like doing nice things for her partner and mm. also letting them do whatever they want, which is like real cool. Yeah. That's a healthy place to start from. Great. Yeah. And like, what a cool chick, man. Sure. And what a cool thing to say to him, too. I think that she's saying the right things that should stroke his whatever sense of masculine independence Mm. that he wants to exhibit. Yeah. She's like, oh, whatever I want to do really doesn't fucking matter. Mm. I'm all about you, baby. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, So cool. Good good work, Bachelor. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. we're a forward-thinking show. She, yeah. Sarah also doesn't like doesn't really look right at the camera in her interviews. Mm. Um, and a little while later in in this episode, she like inherits uh, the weird jaunty music from Eliza. Yeah, which is interesting. Like they they still had that song lying around, and they're like, oh, she's doing <laughs> kooky shit. So I yeah, guess... we've still got that flute player on retainer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What was it? Steel drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Callback. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, yeah, that's right. I've listened to the podcast before. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. I guess they're trying to build her up as a bit of a weirdo. We kind of predicted that. We thought we thought maybe she would be more like a bogan, sort of like motocross, like, ah, oh, yeah, fucking oh, get on my bike or whatever. Yeah, fucking, yep, great. Um, but yeah, anyway, she's a, she's, a, she's a character. She is a real character. So Richie now goes on his single date with Steph. Um, who, uh, you know, they, they ride quad bikes together, mm-hmm. which is a great conversation starter, mm-hmm. again. Um, she has, she has pretty good banter with him, I think. Yeah. Um, she actually, she kind of seems pretty cool to yep. me. Yep. Like, um, um, she, she, 
in a way, I guess she brings out Richie's uncoolness. I don't know necessarily if they're a match, but like when she's talking about her achievements and stuff, like she she deferred a double degree in biomedical science to model full time. Cool. Uh, like that's cool. Like yeah. doing both of those things really well is very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, she she picks on him for making a dad joke, which like you know like about time. Yes. Um, Thank you, someone. Yeah, I, I think stuff is good. She like she asks good questions. Mm-hmm. Um, th- at one point she asks Richie, uh, what are your long-term goals? Um, to which Richie answers, uh, maybe one day I can do a donut on the quad bike. <laughs> oh, Richie! For sake, Richard. Open up to these people! <laughs> they put so much on the line to come fucking talk to you! <laughs> what if that is dud. his legitimate long-term goal, though? Oh, maybe that is, yeah. <laughs> He's <laughs> so close! He is so close to achieving all of his hopes and dreams. I mean, imagine if your long-term goal was, like, to be The Bachelor. Right. And then you get on The Bachelor and everyone's like, hey, what's next? And you're like, fucking hell, I don't, I don't know. know. I've got to learn to rip a skid. And then yeah. after that... It's kind of like finishing your arts degree, though, It right? is a little bit, yeah. It's like, everyone's like, so you did it. Because that next? was my main goal in life. <laughs> 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 I hoped one day to achieve a passing grade on my arts degree. Yeah, yeah. Um, and someone will ask you what's next. And yeah. you'll be like, uh, Oh, Jesus. Um, Can't I retire? I'm 23 years yeah. old. <laughs> Please. I'm honest. finished with this. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> honest. Uh, nah, I didn't do them. I don't think you need them. No, no. I mean, I definitely need an arts degree. Yes, but that is true. Yeah, yeah but honest, no thanks. <laughs> now, Steph is the person who I picked in our work pool. Um, bachelor, the, we have bachelor sweeps at work. Yeah, so um, it's like a fantasy. Yeah, it's like draft. a fantasy bachelor draft kind of yeah. kind of situation. And the way we do it is that at the start of the season, we pick three women. Um, yep. And then for every uh, week that the show goes on that your women are still in, you get a point. By the way, I think next season I would mm. like to play a game like this with you and yes. some other of our friends and that would be listeners fun. of the podcast. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll put that together. A podcast league. Yeah, totally. That'd be yeah. really fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we did, we'll do that. Maybe we can do it for The Bachelorette. Yeah, great idea. Great. Yeah, that'll be coming soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Steph I picked and I traded four competition points in to get her. Right. Because we obviously, uh, we hadn't met her yet, mm-hmm. and there were three of them here, and I was tossing up between Steph and Kalia, because so I knew that Megan was going to leave. Was it, was it based on like the, the little bios they had on the yeah, Facebook page? Yeah, we had the little bios on the Facebook page, yeah. and I read both of them, and I knew that Megan was leaving, and Megan was one of my other picks, mm. and I thought, I'm going to need a replacement for her. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. So you had the scoop. Yeah. 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 Well, look. I mean, everyone probably... It is a little bit of insider trading, and that's oh, fine. I don't know. That's Ooh, when I work with listens to this. Yeah. Hi. Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to say a quick thanks, actually, because we, we played a gig last night and a couple of people were like, hey, I love your podcast. That's amazing. So, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, some, we got some really nice feedback. That's really nice. So, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, people who came out to our gig last night. Yeah. And thanks for tuning into the show. Yeah. Um, so, Steph is uh, hopefully going to do well for me. Yeah. I think Steph, she might be my pick of the three. Yep. Um, of the intruders, that is. Um, well, let's talk about Kalia. Yeah. What happened so, there? What did I write down about Kalia? Did I write anything about Kalia? You know, mm. Max, I didn't write anything about Kalia. <laughs> All right. Well, lucky for you. Yeah. You also didn't write down anything about Kalia? Nah, no. she went on a horse ride with She's Richie. She's a horse. Remember they went on a horse ride? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you're right. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Kalia... The whole thing with her was just talking about how she's the skinny, good-looking version of uh, 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 Rachel. Yeah, and this was started by Kira. Yeah. Um, And so, the direct quote from Kira is... uh, Let me find it here. Kalia and Rachel look similar. Kalia, I think, is a more slimmer version of Rachel. Like, Rachel's slim, but just taller and, like, different Different shape. Different shape. Yeah. 
So what is that? What are you trying to say? Where is that coming from? Who's telling you to say that? Or if that's coming out of you, like, leave the show. Sure. Like, uh, which she probably did. Yeah. yeah. Well, she heard me saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so what I think the comparison that is being drawn here is that Rachel is a brunette woman with dip-dyed blonde hair. Yeah. Uh, and Kalia is also a brunette woman with dip-dyed blonde hair. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the, really the extent of uh, the similarities, other than to say that they are both white I honestly think high cheekbones. you would never have this kind of conversation if the show had more diversity. Absolutely not. Even, even, because we've talked about this before, like, even their fucking hair colors. This is the like, point of, if like... There, if there were more than three brown-haired people in the house mm-hmm. or whatever, it, is, it can't be more than, like, three or four at this no, point. No, no, no. If like, there were more George than that, gone. you would, ne- yeah, you would never be comparing them. It's just, like, they, they look, the, the two of them similarly look different to the rest of them, who Absolutely. all look identical. Yes. And, and that's the thing, like, this is the problem with diversity on The Bachelor, in that the two brunette women are considered a fucking minority. Yeah, which is insane. It is absolutely insane that in this cast of, like, blonde hair beach babes, which is, you know, Richie's type, and he's done his best to eliminate everyone who doesn't fit mm-hmm. that description He doesn't so have far. to look at any of those non-beach None of those, babe yeah, yeah. People, yeah. So back at the garden party, Elena is like, uh, the girls are meant to be fashionably late, not the guys, which, like, I don't know if that's... A- that's a real standard. Is that? Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Uh, the girls are pretty much convinced he's not coming. It's starting to get dark, but then suddenly a helicopter shows up. Uh, it's it's like... <laughs> so it's my, well, look, I was just setting the scene Cooling down some food there? Is the microphone hot? Is that the world's slowest helicopter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's slowing down. Oh, I get it. So yeah. it's landing. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's, so it's sunset at this point. They've been sitting around Ooh. drinking and doing nothing for like six yeah. hours. Blog. And now I'm providing the soundtrack. <laughs> Great. Great. We've got a full-time Foley like, <laughs> backing for the podcast. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're like prisoners of this show for six hours. Mm. There's nothing for them to do except like drink and get more annoyed. And then the intruders are there. It's yeah. all set to explode. Oh, it's so fucked. Um, it's really fucked. That's it's very so manipulative. It's yeah. like the most basic manipulation that The Bachelor <laughs> has at its disposal. Yeah, put uh, them in one place for six hours. Yeah. Get them drunk and, and annoyed. Yeah. And yeah. hot, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It would be really hot. I bet. Um, really hot. <laughs> oh, God. Stop. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Just I turn know. into the man on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> I have a secret to tell you. I was actually in this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. The girls The girls react pretty much how you'd expect them to. Um, it's, it's really stunty. Uh, Richie's not even in the helicopter. Um, it's just the intruders. They all step out, and uh, yeah. So now there's thirteen girls. Ooh, thirteen. Ooh. Unlucky. Yeah, it's dark too. Mm. Black cat. Like yeah, like a cat the is. Of the screen. Oh yeah, walks in between the legs of a, a ladder. Ladder. Yeah. Mm. Kira throws a mirror. Yeah. Yeah. K- Mira, Kira. Mira. <laughs> uh, Osher officially welcomes their new guests, Sarah, Kalia, and Steph. Mm. Um. Kira instantly singles out Sarah's high-pitched voice. She's like, oh, why did she... Who's, who's helium chick over here? Or I don't know if that's what she said. I'm just trying to make up something. Yeah, this is my sure. spec yeah, script yeah. for Kira's <laughs> spin-off show. Um, so, Ra- yeah, Rachel says the original girls were all becoming actually a bit of a family, even if it didn't really seem that way mm. up until the intruders appeared, which is something that she would totally say and not just something she would be told to say by a producer. Sure. Because um, they were all getting along great. They're just doing so well together. Yeah. 
Um, Megan says the environment that Richie's creating is not very conducive to romance. And this is our first hint that she's probably not too long for the game. She's right. really not responding well to this. Yeah, and she's also probably shitty at Richie for inviting these extra women to the house. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and also, like, appearing five hours late, five, like, five, six hours late for this for this date. Um, basically, like, he pops his head in, and then Alex uses the white privilege, like, straight away. Yes. Um, she drops that white rose. We don't, you know, she says she won't sit back and wait again. Uh, and Noni is annoyed that she hasn't had a date yet. Um, Megan lends her a sympathetic ear. Everyone's just really riled up. Everyone's shitty. Yeah, everyone's yeah. shitty. They're like, there's new chicks here. We don't like them. Alex is scared. Yeah. We've been, my girlfriend and I have been introducing uh, cats to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a cat, um, as you know, called Jeff. Yes. And then we've just got this new cat called Michelle. A brand new, a very adorable cat. Yeah, she's very adorable. Well, he's very adorable. He's called Michelle. Yeah. Um, Jeff is a lady. Jeff's a girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, gender's a fluid construct. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that The Bachelor will ever tell you that. And names. Let's not. Yeah. yeah just, let's not go into it. Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting because uh, Jeff is sort of like, this is my territory. What are you doing? And she's so territorial and mm. like, she's sort of very curious of the new cat and she'll come up and sort of like smell it and like put its paw on, on the Michelle. Mm. And then like, as soon as she feels a little bit threatened, she'll sort of start to t- like pounce and swipe and then yeah, they'll yeah. run away from each other and it's kind of the same situation here it's just like introducing new cats to each other yeah i can see the parallels mm. and they're like fighting over food uh, they totally are and they're actually both fighting over the affections of this new person who has just walked mm-hmm. into their lives mm-hmm. aka xrn yes Xavier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so i'm sort of the bachelor the yeah. cat the catcher if you will yeah. oh, thank you very much here it is <laughs> meow five stars on itunes <laughs> <laughs> um okay where are we uh there's so, new girls in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Steph asks Kiki and Noni who they hate, and they both single out Kira. Loaded question. Yeah. They're really, like, really like, hey, um, I'm an intruder. Lovely to meet you guys. He's who do you the hate? worst. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, a good thing for her to ask, though, because it immediately puts her on side. And, like, it's a really socially aware question. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to separate the group in any way. Like, no, cause no, any no. divide. Or, <laughs> yeah. But it does allow her to sort of, like, assimilate into... That's true. She can pick a like, side. Yeah. Like, if you can find a common enemy, it will be easier for you to unite. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, there's a lot of, like, really short, cut-together, dramatic stuff here. Everyone's got their own beef. Uh, Noni expresses her concern about not getting a date to Richie. He tries to comfort her. Georgia tells Kira about the altercation between Steph and Noni that we just mentioned. Megan feels like this is drama for no reason. And then everything goes to shit. Um, Kira's annoyed. She goes, runs off, hides in her room, Mm. but she's yelling as well. She calls (laughs) Kiki a peasant. Which is uh, fucked. That's so funny. If it needs to be said, it you don't do that to people. You don't do that to another human being. Especially because, like, what are the... I, I don't know for sure what, like, the ramifications are exactly. But, like, is this a racial thing? Like, because uh, Kiki is... I think it's just a... It's more of a classist thing. Because yeah. last week she called her a bogan. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it was both to Kiki, which yeah. is insane. Yeah. So, clearly, Kira thinks that Kiki is beneath her because she's a uh, zoo model. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess. Maybe that's it. It's interesting, though, because, like, Noni was also involved in this conversation. She didn't really cop that much of the flack at the end of the day. No, that's true. Noni uh, had some beef, and surprisingly, that beef wasn't bacon. <laughs> Most beef is. It's, it's true. <laughs> uh, okay, so, yeah, this this whole shit is not handled too well on either side. 
but eventually it subsides. Uh, and uh, and thank God for Osher Ginsburg. I keep saying it, but I'm going to keep saying oh, he it. He is the saving grace of this show. He sure is. Um, so we get to the rose ceremony, um, and Osher informs us that one of the women will be going home tonight. Tensions are high, um, particularly when Richie gives roses to all of the intruders. Um, you know, so everyone's like, oh, one of us is one of us is going home. I don't know. So Megan is offered a rose, but she says that she can't accept it. Uh, and the girls are stunned. Um, so Megan whisks Richie away for a private chat where, where she reveals that she can't fall in love with Richie with such competition and intensity. She just can't do it like this, she says. And um, it's a completely fucking reasonable thing. Yeah. Like, everything that she says makes a lot of sense. Yep. And, you know, may, paints her as a, as a reasonable person who wasted a significant amount of time uh, mm. in her life being on a reality show. Sure, yeah. yeah. And, um, like, and she was painted as to, to be quite boring on their first date. And, you know, everyone looked at her and thought that she would be a big contender. But mm. um, in the end, she just sort of said no. Yeah. yeah. She, she kind of had enough, like... I don't know. Yeah, maybe uh, she decided that falling in love on a reality TV show wasn't for her. Maybe, mm. maybe she wants to go on a different reality TV show where she can fall in love faster. Farmer wants a wife, baby. Married at first sight, baby. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Richie says he appreciates her for her honesty. She heads home wishing him well. I think it's quite well handled. Uh, yeah, it is. It's really well handled. Um, Richie manages to get through it without saying gorgeous or awesome. Yeah. And, 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 you know, despite all his faults, he is like diplomatic. Yeah, he you is. Know, yeah. Uh, per- perhaps to a fault because he really has no <laughs> opinions or yeah, he's quite robotic distinctive about it. qualities in any way. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, I yeah. believe this woman has left the house. Um, but th- yeah, so then apparently they still need to eliminate someone tonight, even though she still went home. I guess that's just how the numbers are going to work out. Sure. Um, they, uh, so yeah, they, production they... would have been worded up about this. <sighs> yeah. I guess, you know, so. like, I guess, yeah, that's probably true. Like they would know for sure. But like they Megan is saying know. to someone like, I'm going to leave the show. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well wait until the rose ceremony, because that is how that's, that's the proper protocol. Yeah. Just you step tell down him, from the no, bleachers. I can't accept this. Yeah. And then you leave gracefully. Yeah, totally. And yeah. we'll give, and, and they were probably like, we'll cut you a deal. Like we'll, we'll give you a nice exit. Yep. Sure. We won't edit you to make you seem like you're crazy or spinster lady or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah. So it comes down to Georgia and Kalia. Uh, and Richie shocks us all by picking Kalia. Who's uh, who's one of the intruders. So Georgia, one of the original women is sent home. Yeah, she was clearly next on the production line um, in terms of mm. women that he was just ready to send home and okay with not spending that much more time with. And she does fit the profile as someone who is going to be sent home as a dark-haired woman yeah, on the show that's The it. Bachelor. Yep. Um, yeah, she clearly couldn't uh, couldn't find any hair dye or uh, <laughs> you know, do anything. You know, She wasn't willing to change um, for him, which is important. Yeah. Um, so she's sent home. She remarks that the intruders uh, all look like, quote, fucking skanks, <laughs> um, which is pretty classy. Yeah, in an interview that I read this week, she revealed that she had been told that the cameras were turned off at this point. Oh. And she had been asked, like, how do you really feel? Like, you know, we're giving you a chance to debrief or whatever. Okay. Um, Warner Brothers, who make the show, are denying that. Um, they're saying like, no, we never said that. She fucking said it on TV. She fucking, she's sitting in the fucking limo. Yeah. 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 She should, she should know. And she's like, well, I did say they were fucking skanks at the end of the day. Like whether or not a camera saw it, like I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. She, uh, you you know, you kind of. Kind of have to take responsibility for something like that, but it's a good thing she did. Yeah, because um, that's not a nice thing to say. It's not a nice thing. Um, but I kind of thought that she was. Um, 
I don't know. I'm sad to see her go from a narrative and commentary perspective, but she was adding nothing to the tension or romance of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. No, please come on the podcast. Um, so that's it for that episode. Um, let's jump right into the next one. Uh, episode number eight. Let's do this. So there's some more intruder drama. It starts things off. The women are saying, uh, you know, these newbies need to respect them. <laughs> Um, Kira sings Welcome to the House of Hell to the tune of Madness's House of Fun. Um, which is like, okay. Uh, Osha rocks up with us. Who would have picked Kira as a Madness fan? <laughs> Dude, like, like, who thinks that she goes home from her job as a real estate accountant or whatever it is? Whatever that she it does, is. As a project manager. And she comes home and she's like, you know what I want? Some British second wave scar. A little you know, bit of two-tone from the 70s. Here's what I think, though. I reckon that's how she became, like, quite... Well, I don't want to say she's, like, a sour person or whatever. Yeah. But, like, you can tell she's sort of been beaten down a little bit. And I think that's the kind of situation you can end up in if you've been a fan of scar music for yeah, a really long time in the year 2016. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean. No, I just mean like, you know, if you're genuinely a fan of that music that's quite reviled. Like it's like saying, you know, I'm a fa- oh, I'm a big fan of like the the revival era of big band jazz. Like that's most of what I listen to. A lot of people are going to find that pretty ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, oh, my favorite band is the Cherry Pop and Daddies. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I enjoy Guy Fieri, Smash Mouth. <laughs> hey, don't pick on me. Come on, man. Um, somebody so, Osha so, rocks up with a single date card. Um, mm. Noni and Kira still haven't had single dates, um, but this one uh, shows up with the clue up, up and away, and it goes to Elena. Once again. Who is the first person to go on a second single date. She's a double dater. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, you know, uh, uh, she's, she's mysterious. She's intriguing. She's so mysterious. Richie and wants to find what? out. Richie says it, and so do the women in the house. That's right, yeah. And I don't understand what it is about her that makes her so mysterious outside of the fact that she has an accent. A slight accent. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if, I, like, either it's something she says about herself, mm. which is a little hard for me to believe. I'm so mysterious. Or Imagine just... if I told you all the time that I was mysterious. <laughs> Would you think that I was mysterious? I mean, like, I know a lot about you at this point. It's true, but, like, not in the way that... You would probably think I was mysterious, but not in the way that I would want you to think I was mysterious. Yeah, I think it's mysterious why you would keep saying it. <laughs> I want to get to the bottom of that. Some social experiment you're doing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm Miriam. Mm. Two weeks in a row, Miriam references. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, uh, there's something about her. <laughs> uh, i got to follow this better. It's because I'm looking at your sweet face, I know, I know. So on his first date with Elena, Richie feels that he opened up a lot, but he didn't actually learn too much about her. Mm. Um, I don't know if he's opened up to anyone or really bothered to learn anything about anyone. The thing about it was that she asked him a lot of questions Mm. and none of the rest of them have really asked him a lot of actual life questions. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so this time he's, he's planning to fix that. Um, um, good luck. (laughs) Um, they hop into a private jet. Um, Elena is a little nervous. Um, she's got a bit of a fear of flying scary dates again this time. Mm. Um, but Richie points out that I guess like clouds are nice. He's like, oh, but yeah, but, but look, it's, it's, it's nice though. Look, it's pretty. Um, and, uh, and then they show up in Mudgy, um, and they sit down (laughs) on like a picnic rug and they have a chat. Um, thank goodness we came to Mudgy. Yeah, exactly. They couldn't do this anywhere else. They couldn't do this in the backyard of the mansion where the show <laughs> is set. Um, 
Richie is, uh, yeah, Richie's starting to get a little bit frustrated that he's not getting all that much out of Elena. He's like, oh, she's such a mystery. Oh, I wish mm. she was, uh, she, you know, and Elena's like, oh, I don't necessarily like know that I want to open up and tell you everything about my past right now and stuff. Yeah, so. exactly. And she's sort of saying, I want to make sure that you're right for me as well as, you know, me making myself right for you. Yeah, Which exactly. is a totally reasonable thing to say. Super, super fair. Yeah. Um, Richie says there's quite... So they go walking around in the garden. Richie mm-hmm. says there's quite a few pretty things in this garden, mm-hmm. but I think you're by far the prettiest. Which is fucking <laughs> disgusting. Uh, Isn't that weird? And then she vomits all over him and spontaneously combusts. Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Elena starts letting her guard down a little bit. Um, they, uh, they feed a cute little baby goat. Which they don't even mention. They, like, there's no reason for this goat to be there. No, but, like, they don't capitalize on that at all. They should do, like, a whole goat date. Absolutely. I reckon. And the thing is, it's almost like Richie sees the goat as the vessel through which he can start to connect to Elena. Like, they're feeding the goat, and we're cutting to him on camera, and he's going, I really feel like she's starting to open up to me. And actually, what's happening is that she's enjoying feeding a cute animal. Oh, I think he's saying, like, the goat is what, who he's talking about. Like, <laughs> I really feel like she's starting to open up her mouth for this bottle of goat milk. <laughs> Wait, goat drinking goat milk? What else are they going to drink? Do- human oh, milk? I don't know. How does that work? Wait, do cows drink human milk? I don't know. Let's find what, out. Okay. Let's, we need to have a cow on the podcast. <laughs> um, Richie says he's put a little picnic together for them. Yes. That's not true. Someone else did it. Um, <laughs> Elena says she fears the possibility that she, that she might be shut down, so she remains guarded. Sure. Um, but when Richie asks if she could see a future with him, she says he's definitely a great guy and someone she'd really like to end up with. Um, so they pash a bit. I don't know. Elena says Richie's a good kisser. Richie says he's got butterflies. He gives her a rose. I really think he just still thinks she's hot. I think so too. And I also think 50% of Australia seems to also just think that she's hot. Yes. And that's the whole thing. Yeah. I, I was I mean, impressed like, by I Elena. That You say what you say. I was impressed by Elena early on because um, I, you know, Ukraine and Poland are near each other. But also, like, <laughs> I like that, that the classiness of her introduction of, like, saying something in Ukrainian, which the, she would then translate for him, like, later when they got to speak again. Sure. Like, that's cool. I like it that. It is cool. Um, and then since then, there's really not been that much. All right. So, let me propose this to you. She was on you. a motorbike for a minute. <laughs> she was on his motorbike. Yeah. Let me propose this to you. Is mysterious a synonym for hot? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's it. It's like, oh, I'd like to solve the mystery of what's going on underneath these clothes. <laughs> is that what you think? Like, I just think like he is confusing hot and foreign yeah. with like mystery. Yeah. Mm. Well, let's keep an ear out for further uses of like mysterious, like mm-hmm. other times that Richie talks about things or people being mysterious. Sure. And we'll evaluate whether or not we also think that they're hot or that he thinks they're hot. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so, like, the other thing that I wanted to discuss yeah. uh, in relation to this, two things. So firstly, she sells, she tells him. She sells seashells. She sells, she, <laughs> she tells him mm-hmm. that he is a good kisser, which is a reciprocal gesture uh, that he has performed for a couple of other women on this show yep. as they perform their peacock dance. Uh-huh. Um, and I, th- I thought that was kind of interesting that she was the one to turn around this time and say to him, nice kiss. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's had a lot of practice. He does. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, this guy's been smitten up a storm. He really is experienced. Just, that's the thing. You would feel like if you'd been on the, you were on like a first date or something yeah. like a month or two ago yeah. and then you're back, you're like, well, this guy's been kissing every fucking day. Well, he's improved. Yeah. yeah. This, guy's a, this guy's kissing <laughs> at a 12th grade level. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the other thing is that I think we need to establish some sort of a scale for gorgeous, beautiful, and stunning, and sort of plot those out on a graph so that we, we when Richie is talking to uh, the different women, how we know who he is liking yeah, best. Yeah, I agree. Because like, cause like Richie, you know, he's got three adjectives at his disposal, but sure. he's got to think that there's some difference between them. Like, Absolutely. He must be picking between the three words that he knows. He must be picking the right one for the right occasion every time. That's correct. So like, which girl is gorgeous? Which girl is amazing? Which yeah. girl is... Stunning. Stunning, sure. yeah. Um, which one would you prefer to be? Would you, be, would you prefer to be beautiful, gorgeous, or stunning, personally? Uh, I like stunning. Yeah. I think stunning's good because for me, it seems like glamorous. Yes. There's a bit of like a show business or like star power. There's a real razzle dazzle to yeah. stunning. Yeah. yeah. And I, I give them the old razzle dazzle. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I'm no Mr. Cellophane over here. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, what about you though? Are you, go- are you gorgeous? Are you beautiful? Oh, I'm beautiful. You're beautiful. Yeah. I think You're it, uh, beautiful. You're beautiful. My girlfriend loves the song. Uh, Beautiful Soul by Jesse McCartney. Yeah, beautiful soul. Yeah, that's the same. Th- that's the yeah. same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that is a so good song. yeah, I think that's um the one that is most pertinent to my own heart. Mm. Yeah, I like this song. Um, is it called Bootylicious? <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, it's a great song. Um, so okay, so we got a group date as well this time. Cool. Um, the 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 I didn't talk about the group date card. The the hint was catch me if you can. Mm-hmm. Very funny because uh, the eight girls on the group date arrive at the Woolwich Marina and they meet uh, Richie and Osha, who reveal that they'll be heading to the Sydney fish markets. Whoa. Right now, I went to high school. Um, they'll be picking out fresh fish to then cook at the Sydney Seafood School. It's the fish date. It's the fish date. It's it happens in every relationship. Fish in every date season of the Bachelor relationship. Um, so not only, not only, if you want to be with, if you want to be Richie's lover, <laughs> not only do you have to have perfect motherhood instincts, uh, as demonstrated last week, but you also have to be able and willing to like perfectly cook Richie's favorite meal, fish, fish. Yeah, <laughs> which like seafood's challenging. That's yeah. a challenge, and like, fuck you, fuck off. There's so much. There's so much to be said about this because last week Richie said to uh, to Nikki, like, oh, I was really hoping that you'd be a perfect mum when she won the mum challenge. Yeah, but then this week she's realised that she can't cook and doesn't cook. Yeah, and she's like palpably scared because yeah. she's built herself up to be, or you know, Richie has built her up to be this this woman of, of motherly attributes, and totally. perhaps she can't carry what. Perhaps she's not what he's looking for. Yeah, exactly. Which, fuck Which you. Which is so messed up. Yeah. It's like there's so many expectations. It seems like so many of these group dates are based around either like Richie's fetish for putting them in weird costumes <laughs> and having them fight each other or like whether or not they'll be equipped to like live in his perfect, hideous, heteronormative prison of romance and tragedy uh, and like anti-feminist, you know, uh, uh, perspective. Um, but it's crazy. Like the whole point of this date is to show whether or not they can cook well and cook Richie's favorite dish. Uh, and it fucking sucks. I really hated it. I know I get angry on the podcast when <laughs> shit like this happens. And it's not that fun to listen to. Um, but uh, anyway, so so the best dish is going to win the uh, the cook or cooks of it uh, uh, alone time with Richie, um, where they will eat seafood prepared by the experts. They're not even going to eat their own dishes. It's like, no, someone else is going to step in. Um, so anyway, we have for for a little while we have some fish antics. We play some fun fish games. 
Um, there was there was a bit of fish antics on Bachelorette uh, just recently, like yeah. on the uh, on on Fuck Week. I think there was some kiss fishing. There was yep, fish kissing, some fish, some fish cat fisting, fishing. cat fishing. That was, was it because yeah. one of the people on the show turned out to not be real. <laughs> uh, uh, I would argue none spoiler, of the people on the show are real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was JoJo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, there's some there's some fish kissing. I like on the Daily Telegraph uh, website that. Uh, it's described as a picture of Richie and Rachel holding fish. And the caption is just, not the best date to go on. What do you think? <laughs> yep, I agree. Uh, this would be a bad one. The girls are cooking pan-fried snapper and chili crab. They all have to make like two full meals so that Richie can taste a tiny bit of them. And whoever cooks the best meal gets to go on a date with him. Imagine if this is how MasterChef worked. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's present some sort of universe where... This is The Bachelor trying to, like, <laughs> trying to get some of that MasterChef success. Yeah, when does MasterChef start? I don't know. Probably after The Survivor, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. After about Goggle time? Box. <laughs> um, everybody's paired off, um, and they're doing their little ready, steady, cook. Uh, you know, everyone's got a different take on the dish. Everyone's trying to make theirs stand out. Um, Richie says that the sauciest and hottest dish uh, came from Rachel and Noni. Um, so the two of them get to share Richie for some private time, which is not very private, yes. because they're both there. Uh, and both of them are playing at being a little bit territorial. And then there's that thing with the oyster. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. So, yeah, no- Noni, uh, Noni's one of the younger, like, women on the show, and I guess she wants to seem a little bit more grown up. Sure. So, she, you know, there's plenty of seafood around. She decides <laughs> to dive into some of these oysters, uh, and it is... Doesn't revealed- like them. Yeah, it's, it's not to her taste. Kilpatrick, um, um, maybe not. Kilnoni, yeah. perhaps. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so, I, I don't know, she's, like, gagging on it for a little while, mm-hmm. and Richie, instead of, like, addressing it and being like, hey... This is fine. This is fine. I've been asking a lot of you lately. Like right now, I feel like we can let this slide. No, instead of that, he's like, "So anyway, what was Rachel. I saying, Rachel? Hello, um, hi. Yeah, <laughs> the one of you who is not like gagging on seafood right now. Um, let's have a chat. You're not remotely disgusting right yeah, now. <laughs> exactly. Which like, come on. Uh, Nobody's yeah. getting such a raw deal. Yeah, she's getting a bum. She edit. still hasn't had a first date. <laughs> Please let this woman not eat a fucking oyster right now. <laughs> They're like zooming in on her face while she like is trying to spit it out. She's trying to be graceful about it, but she's clearly pretty grossed out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Mm. I-, I like Noni. I think she's cool. I want like I want her to stop getting fucked over Noni, by the show. Yeah, the show's really not giving We're her anything. We're still coasting on she's the not bacon long for thing. This world. No, she's yeah. not. That's the thing. I'm, I'm sure she'll get a single date probably in the next episode, like probably next week. Yeah. Um, but will she just survive it? Yeah. yeah. Or will she get sent home like on the date? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and then the thing with that is like, it's cruel for like, Richie was like, yeah, I'm not about keeping people around. If like when he's uh, later in this episode, when mm. he's getting with Kira, like he's like, I'm not about keeping people around if I don't see a future with them. Then mm. what the fuck have you what been you doing, doing with, with Noni, Noni? Yeah. and Georgia? Yeah. You, do you know what I mean? Like, if you yeah. don't see a future with these people, but you're just keeping them there without actually going on a mm. date with them? It's like, you can't even see me. a present with see these people. later. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. So, there's some there's some food. There's some chat. Yeah. Uh, there's that's, no kissing. That's about it for yeah. that. Um, so, let's go to the single date. Um, the uh, the hint on the card is, uh, let's heighten our senses. Um, be ready in 15 minutes. I like this be ready in 15 minutes thing. That's interesting. Because it thing, really yeah. puts the heat underneath it. Mm, right? mm. Um, also, let's heighten our senses. I wonder, like, if they're... T- gonna like trip on something yeah right gonna, you know drop some <laughs> i don't know i don't encourage that kind of thing and when i said that i smoked weed on the podcast last week i was lying yeah yeah that was a joke yeah 
Kira, it's revealed that Kira is going on this single date. Uh, she finally. says, yeah, exactly. She finally gets a single date. That's true. She yeah. has not had one up to this point. Mm. Kira says, he's so lucky that it's me. And he is. Truly. Well, I mean, luck. I don't know if luck really comes into it. Like, he does get to choose. Let me put it to you this way. Okay. Richie. Mm-hmm. Blonde. Boring. Awful laugh. <laughs> yeah. Kira. Blonde. Boring. Mm-hmm. Awful laugh. Mm-hmm. It should be a match made in it heaven. It should be. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, a match a match made in heaven uh, can, can still uh, burn, burn your house down. So. <laughs> That's a saying. Yeah. Anyway, Richie know. rocks up in this car, which has a hilarious number plate. That's right, yeah. So he rolls up in this old Mercedes, and the license plate is 69 Benz. <laughs> my boy, Richie. That's my boy. That's nice. Um, Richie takes Kira to do some yoga. Um, Kira mentions that this is kind of just another thing that she's been asked to do that she doesn't want to do, um, which, like, in my book, that's kind of fair enough. Yeah. Um, like, there's been a lot required of the girls this season, as there often is, um, but, like, you know, you can understand from Kira's perspective, like, you know, she's not interested in roller derby. Getting dressed up in weird costumes. Yeah, she's not into archery. Whatever Richie has a fetish for. Yeah, exactly. Whatever babies. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Can you imagine, like, what kind of role-playing Richie likes? Oh, I I mean... What's that thing where people get dressed up as horses and then, like, you, they, like, drag them or, like, pony play or whatever? So you've seen my videos? (laughs) Where did you get them? (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so it's tough dealing with this Kira situation. Um... Because it's like her her only real crime has been like not instantly agreeing to go out of her way to do all this stupid shit. Yeah. Um. And you know, put in the same position, I feel like I would probably do something pretty similar. Sure. I would maybe pick on the other people around me, maybe a little bit less <laughs> than she does. Yeah. I think that's something she needs to work on. Yeah. She's um, very situationally aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um. But uh. Anyway. So so they're doing some yoga for a while, and th- there's a bit of a difference in experience. Um. Kira's been doing yoga for a few years, while Richie's pretty much a be- a beginner. Yeah. And she's stoked about this. She's like, yeah, you know. I've been doing yoga for a while. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. So she starts, al- along with the instructor who's already there, <laughs> she starts sort of coaching Richie through it. Um, which, like, on a certain level, you can understand, like, you know, maybe that'll bring them That's closer. Nice like, and, yeah. And the fact that she's actually engaging in something that she has an interest for and means... She's trying. Yeah, this yeah. should be an opportunity for her, you know, genuine and positive personality to come out. Yep. But the two of them aren't communicating very well. No, Richie's getting pissed off with her. Yeah, exactly. She, um, he's trying to listen to the instructor and she wants him to listen to her. Yeah, Richie urges, well. urges Kira to relax uh, and, quote, be one with nature. Mm-hmm. Which is like, you know... Because Richie is, if we know anything, <laughs> he's one dealer? with nature. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, he's really one with nature. He's definitely not like a fucking robot puppet man. Um, he says in a voiceover, I know she meant well, but it was hard to find my inner peace. Um, and in a closer chat, Richie reveals um, that he wants somebody who can laugh at themselves. Um, there, there, there are some sides to Kira that he's seen that he's unsure of. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want someone who's blunt. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> as he describes her yeah, as. Even though chat. she's beautiful. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, with, with with not too many more words than that, he, he cuts her. Quite swiftly. He sends her home. It's on the date, too. He doesn't stick around till the rose ceremony, mm-hmm. um, which he hasn't... I don't think he's done that yet. He hasn't done season. it. It's the yeah. first time. Um, and she was like, Kira, at this point, is like, oh, okay, well, I saw this coming. Yeah, which, she, the quote from her is, I'm quite intuitive, so I already knew... Which, to be fair, she did not know. 
There yeah. is no possible way. And if you yeah. look at the cutaways on the date, she's saying, this is going really well. I'm looking so forward to returning to the house with my rose and yeah. our eventual uh, house and garden. I can't wait till I get this beautiful wedding ring designed by, <laughs> what's his name? And, uh, oh no, that's the American one where they have like the wedding ring design. Yeah, di- designed by Every Kiss Begins With K or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't wait till we, what? <laughs> till fucking Schwarzkopf does my hair for the, yeah, yeah till Joe Bailey is my hairdresser. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So we're at the cocktail party. Yes. So perfect human being, Osher Ginsberg, hello again. Hello. Um, reveals that Kira has been sent home um, at the cocktail party, uh, and, and the girls are pretty much over the moon. They can't hide their glee. Yeah, exactly. There's there's uh, there's a little bit of smugness here because um, the girls are like inferring that something went wrong on the date, like some serious calamity, mm-hmm. uh, and you know they're all saying like their suspicions about Kira were correct. It's true. Um, and glee is the right word because like they're just like don't stop believing, you know, yeah. like Leah Michelle's like there and getting down, and Corey Monteith is still dead, but mm-hmm. you know um, they're really like. They're really into it, and they're going to they're going to regionals. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, <laughs> unless uh, unless Sue's got something to say about it, <laughs> Sue's still messed up. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> um, Richie takes Nikki for a chat. I mean, we're still at a cocktail party here, mm-hmm. you know. Um, R- Ricky takes uh, Ricky takes Nietzsche. <laughs> Ricky takes Nietzsche um, for yeah. a, for a little chat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's taking Nietzsche, um, and they're going to talk about Sartre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, they found a new little spot uh, in in the in the. <laughs> It's everyone's everyone's losing their shit, right? Because because they're using a slightly different area of this fucking gigantic mansion. And there are obviously areas in this mansion that are closed off to the women because there are production that probably needs to live there. Sure, they're going to store all their stuff there. Uh huh. Um, there's the there's the the secret boat <laughs> harbor out the back where the ship, like the rum man, passes. <laughs> I don't know. If there's a, like a moat leading from that, he gets around the house in a little. Boatman's hat oh, with a canoe. mop. <laughs> oh, with a mop, yeah. Like uh, uh, Hail Caesar. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he's talking to Nikki, and Nikki's like, Do you still like me? And he's like, Yeah, babe. And then they hook up. Um, that's which right, is notable. Smooch, and yeah. that's, that's a big deal because everyone's around. It's a, it's a real public smooch. Yeah, it's the first one uh, that's happened during a cocktail party. Mm-hmm. So uh, a big statement made yeah. by Richie just there. Um, and, uh, and Alex is particularly affected by it because she's worried she's not spending enough time with Richie, as she is every single week. And at this point, like Alex is being portrayed as a histrionic woman. Yeah. And it's kind of weird to me, I think. like the, it, It's almost like she's achieved the objective of falling in love with The Bachelor too early. Well, that's the thing. Like, she's been put into this position because she was given the white rose. And yes. so every single week she gets the opportunity mm-hmm. to... Not not only does she get the opportunity to go and speak to Richie, but she also gets the opportunity for camera time where she talks about whether or not she will go and talk to Richie and yes. use the white rose. Yes, absolutely. And so during these segments, she's being presented as somebody who's, like, obsessed over him or whatever. Yes. Like, that's the conversation around her online mm-hmm. is that she's too into it. She's too involved. She's the over- overly attached girlfriend meme. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Which is so bizarre. Because it's only because she has that opportunity that was given to her by the show, like within the rules of the show. It's all fair. It's all like it's all fair in love and war, Max. Yes. Um, but yeah, she's being she's being shown as like this crazy like I don't I don't understand this at all. I don't because, get it either. Because it's it, that's good for the show. Is yeah. To, to have the women feeling genu- like feelings that feel genuine to the viewer, and it seems like she's really caught up in it. For the show to then also present her negatively for that feels like. Uh, 
I don't know. It's it's a paradox. Yes. Because the whole idea of the show is that they're meant to be falling in love. Absolutely. Um, and it seems like Alex is falling in love, and that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but she's falling in love on The Bachelor, where there are lots of other competitive women there. And it yeah. seems like the whole... And competitive editors who want to yeah. make everybody seem bad. Yeah. And it seems like the whole Australian uh, Bachelor-watching community has just been like, chill, Alex. Yeah. Like, hold up, babe. Yeah. Um, Which, like, there are a few other people we can say that to. And, yeah. uh, like, I don't know. Do they? How chill do they want her? Do they want her as right. chill as Richie? Like, <laughs> please. Not as much personal. Yeah, those are some cool bananas. That's right. Yeah. He hasn't... He's still, to this day, like eight episodes in, not a single cool banana out of his mouth. Wow. I feel like it's saving it for the proposal. Oh, You are the most cool bananas chick (laughs) I have ever met. (laughs) He puts a banana peel on a ring finger. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, we go to the rose ceremony, uh, except that there actually isn't one. Sorry, guys. Um, Richie decided, uh, he's just not going to have one, All I right. guess, because a few people have already gone home this episode or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it. So they, they're all standing on the bleachers for no reason. Uh, and, uh, Rachel, Rachel has a great quote. She says, this is pointless. I could have gone to bed. Speaking on behalf of the nation. Yeah, Rachel, exactly. thank you. At this point in the evening, we've been watching <laughs> enough of this show for one week. Uh, yeah. Rachel, I feel you. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. That's it. We get some teasers of what's happening next time. Yeah, it looks like Rachel's going to be the villain now. Yeah, well, I guess like somebody needs to fill yeah, that they role. Need to apparently, sort of step up some, the tension now that Kira's gone. And yeah, present someone else in a in a weird and, and pathetic way. So I guess Rachel is the uh, next cab off the rank. And of course, now we have intruders who are in a way villains. Like it's you know, true. they'll they'll serve as antagonists to the rest of the girls. It's true. The nation didn't fall in love with Lana last year. Everyone no. was going for Snigzana. Yeah, exactly. Snigdana and Ranka. Except for those of us who are going for Heather. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like Heather me. did quite she, well. She was like top three, top four. Yeah, she was. Yeah, that's yeah. right. She didn't make it, though. No. Yeah. He, she uh, tweeted at... Uh, my girlfriend showed me this, Georgie. Uh, she tweeted at Andy Lee, mm. being like, hey, let's hang out. Mm. I don't slug on a first date, which is something on Hamish and Andy where they t- like slugging is like where you put your whole tongue in their mouth. Right. Yeah. So, she's like... So, she's, she's into guys who propositioning really successful comedy podcasts? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Interesting. I know, I know. Interesting. Top 20 on iTunes, baby. <laughs> For a hot minute. <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, we'll get into that another time. Hey, if you want to help us get to the top 20 of iTunes, um, why don't you drop us a little feedback on our uh, iTunes page? You can't do it on the podcast app because Apple is stupid, but if you go on the iTunes store app, yep. you can go and leave a positive uh, review and give us some stars and stuff, and that will really help us genuinely. I know it's annoying to hear us talk about this, but uh, if we can shoot up those uh, charts, we can start getting cool big guests and stuff who Lots think that guests. our show is like a real thing. Yeah, Michael D. Turnbull, coming on. <laughs> we did send him a message. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the son of our prime minister. <laughs> uh, CEO of his own company. Let's not go into it. <laughs> let's not. Let's not. Yeah. We'll bring it up if he comes on the show. Yeah, right. um, but yeah, Even thank, if he doesn't. Thank you so much for um, joining us for what, in my opinion, was a very special episode. Mm. Max, do you think this is a special one? It's great. It's been nice to look at you face to face. I agree. Yeah. It's been a little distracting, if I'm Mm -hmm. honest, but uh, but very, very very pleasant. Um, It's funny, like, having this show that is so good. Um, Yeah, this is true. And just constantly hearing from people, like, I keep thinking you're going to put a foot wrong, and you don't. You just can't. It, 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 like, can't be done. Yeah. And, like, the way that that allows us to be so experimental. Absolutely. And really get outside our comfort zone mm-hmm. and start talking about some real shit. It's true. We've gotten really real on this podcast, and it's amazing that we're just sitting here, dicks out, 
um, you know, talking to each yeah. other. It's been great. Yeah, and it, and to think that it's all for Harambe. <laughs> um, I want to suggest uh, that if we, because you've got you've got a couple of microphones, right? And sure. I've got a couple of microphones back sure. home. When I get back to Sydney, yeah. I reckon next episode we set up one mic for regular voice recording <laughs> and just one mic downstairs. <laughs> this is a little podcasting experiment I've been wanting to try for a right. long time. One just, mic for Harambe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just right. just hear what you know, what perspectives that that opens up. You know, um, right. so stay tuned, stay tuned for that next week. Um, yeah, please remember we are actually here to make friends. Um, uh, yes, so if you want to follow us on Twitter, that'd be awesome. We've been live tweeting the episodes pretty much every time mm-hmm. lately when it's on TV, mm-hmm. uh, and that's a really fun way to enjoy the show. I think no matter what your perspective on. The Bachelor, whether you love it, whether you love to hate it, whether you hate to love it, whether you hate to hate it, whether you are just full of hate in a general sense. Kira. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to find somebody on Twitter who is saying the exact same thing that you were thinking but not saying. And usually it's me or Xavier. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, and you're going to find that person at B-O-H pod, short for Bachelor of Hearts podcast. Um, on Twitter. On Twitter, that's right, yeah. And, uh, and, and thanks again to everyone who's been really supportive and lovely about the show. Uh, it is the most fun. Uh, and, it's really fun. Uh, it's, it's great to hear that people are getting on board. Are you going to do that thing where you try and do a cheesy sign-off again with like a, <laughs> uh, a signature line? Mm, I mean, maybe. I was thinking about it. Why? Why do you ask? Um, Let's do it. Uh, okay. Um, that will require me remembering what it is. Uh, and Max, as always, I wish you and the listeners all the very best. <laughs> I think if I lean into it Like if I say it weirdly If I pronounce it in such a weird way It, it becomes distinctive And like a character thing Alright, you've done your dash And so, Let's as always Alright, I'm unplugging my microphone And I'm Xavier Redsky Nunes <laughs>